Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Mint Personal Finance Software. Mint will help you track your spending habits and stay within your budget. Mint is great if you're the type of person who doesn't understand that if you spend money you will have less money after you did the spending. Or are completely unaware that you have to pay off your credit card debt at some point. Thank you for listening to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. It's good that you listen. There were a bunch of people that listened this week. There were a bunch of people that listened from Alberta. Alberta, Canada. Which is weird. In surrounding areas. I don't know what that's about. Cassie Simcox is our guest today. Talk about telling your hometown that everyone in it sucks and leaving. And then maybe coming back. To the town that you told sucks. And imagine how bad a circumstance would have to be for you to come back and hang out with people you told suck. That would be pretty bad. Cassie feels threatened. A guy dies in this. Not really in the story related, but you'll see. This was fun. I had a blast. You're going to have a blast. Let's blast off on this episode with Cassie's car. Yeah, okay, so what was your, why were you moving? I was moving um, just because I had just come to a point there in Winona Lake where I just felt like I wasn't growing at all, like how I had wanted to ultimately. Like just my life there wasn't moving in the direction that I had wanted it to be. What did you want to do? I just wanted to be around or in an area where there was just like opportunity. And what, what, like what type of opportunity? Oh uh, man, I don't even looking you back. You do know. I do know. I guess maybe just opportunity to like meet a wider variety of people. Yeah. And there in that like little town is just very like cookie cutter types of people. And it's, I felt like there was like this group of us that kind of felt the same. And looking back now, they're, um, I almost feel like if you talk to any of them, there's a, a story of their own where they've like tried to move, but they always come back. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's scary. It is scary. And um, I can think of like off the top of my head, like numerous people who have grown up there have left and come back one at least one time. Right. But, yeah. But then and then stayed. Yeah. And then they stay around. Yeah. That's what's that's scary. That's like terrifying to me because mm-hmm. I did. I've been there. Yeah. But I immediately left. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm leaving where I came from, mm-hmm. but I'm not going back there because right. that's done. Yeah. I guess maybe when I did come back, I didn't necessarily feel so bad coming back to it because it's not even where I'm originally from. Yeah, it's not. I mean, granted, it's like 40 minutes from where I'm originally from, but like by no means. Still different. Still different. Still like running into the same people and be like, oh, I thought you got out of this dump. Yeah. I thought you were too good for us. I know. Yeah. And you're like, I I, I was like, no, I'm I'm back. I came crawling back. Right. Like like, like every other person (laughs) who's like tried to to leave this place. You can't talk a lot of, well, you know what you should do is you should just talk a lot of shit and be like, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. I know. I'm gone. I don't want to see you guys again. <sighs> and then you will Man. not return. Right. To the familiarity. I should have. I mean, 
Uh, but I didn't just because maybe in the back of my mind, I was like, that's what all those other people did. And then yeah. they came back. So it's okay? <laughs> I, I think it's okay. to uh, Maybe. I guess depending on what your story for, maybe on your reasoning for coming back. Yeah. I think is what will make it okay. If it's just like, oh, it just got hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's not okay. I don't yeah. know. Maybe... Depends no, on it's it, like you're just, yeah, if you're just like, well, it got uncomfortable and I know I can be comfortable here. Because mm -hmm. it's a very easy place to become comfortable in. Yeah. Very easy, very routine. Yep. And that's another reason why, too, I wanted to leave is like I just found myself like falling into such an easy routine. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't what I want. <laughs> no, I agree. I I seriously feel that all the time because you it's like you get uncomfortable being comfortable yes you're like dude i could die i could die this way yeah i do the same damn thing every day yeah and i'm totally fine with it yeah i'm never uncomfortable yeah it's almost like maybe not quite to the extreme but i was like felt very like arthur miller like death of a salesman yeah just like very, right <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean i was by by no means that character but i felt myself like going through the same motions right no totally just like repetition and stagnation, especially when you're, I feel like when I'm old, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. I think I want familiarity when I'm like old and crusty. I'm like, this is, this is good. Sure. But for now I want to be uncomfortable and I want to do something new mm -hmm. that I don't even necessarily enjoy mm -hmm. because it's different and I'm experiencing something different. I don't always have those memories, whether they're failures or not. Yeah. You get yeah, what I'm saying. I do. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Like you have these things to look back on and it's like, yeah, yeah. You can appreciate the routine and the. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, cause even now, like here in Indianapolis, like I appreciate the routine of like, I love having consistent hours for work, but I love coming home after work and being like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like there's nothing I can, I can do whatever I want. There's no routine. Those right. post hours. Um, yeah. Even when, I mean, a lot of times, even when you don't have like friends, yeah. You don't have friends. You're like, it's scary because you're like, I don't know. I'm alone. But then mm -hmm. there's the idea of like, well, when you get too comfortable in a group, you're like, oh, I got to do the same shit. Yeah. Hang out with the same boring ass people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That, yeah. And hear them talk about the same thing. Right. And yeah. And but I it is like easy. It's so easy. Yeah. And I mean, there are definitely times where I was like one of those people like talking about the same thing. Not me. Never. Never. Nope. Liar. I'm always interested. Such a liar. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, I think it was even in those moments where I caught myself like going through those motions and mm -hmm. maybe saying the same things where I was like, I'm a townie. I'm a town. Yeah. And I'm not even a townie there. Right. <laughs> like, that's yeah. The thing. But I'm they're still from there. I mean, granted, I like spent four years at the uh, local college there, but like post. Yeah. You're like a, um, oh, what's the word? The Gracie? Not You're the like Gracie. an immigrant, whatever they I'm call it. You know what <laughs> I mean? You're I like know. an immigrant townie. I'm an You're an honorary townie. townie. An honor. Yeah. Because I, I guess like, that summer after I grad, I did graduate. Like I stayed around because I, I got these jobs like down in the what's known as like in Winona Lake is like the village. It's like this really artisan like shops and everything. I got like three jobs down there. Like yeah. two of them were like sister stores, and the other was like this very now well known store where I like got to come in at a really good time where the, like the company was growing. Um, but during that summer, I like met all of these people who were the townies right. and like who were born there and like who kind of um, was like, they were all plugged in in like different ways. Yeah. And so I like, 
in a way felt like I was kind of like maybe honorary because like I, I don't like at the time I didn't necessarily consider myself like really good friends with them. Yeah. But I knew them and they knew me and they like included me. But you know, was things. it was it exciting? Yeah, it was exciting at that time because it was something really different. It was a crowd that was very different from the crowd I like went to college with. Yeah, because they probably like smoked weed. Oh yeah, yeah, T- tons of it. Right, because you <laughs> right because you went to Grace College, a like Christian college, so you were yes. in this like new group of like yeah. worldly people. Yeah, that it was, accepted and it you. was it was so refreshing. Yeah, not that I um, dislike my college that I went to. Like I did not dislike Grace, but. You know, I went growing up. I like always was in um, like public schools, and so when I went to Grace, I like knew I was putting myself in like a restricted, yeah, like space. And so like kind of easing back out into it into the real world, like four years later, was like so felt like so refreshing. <laughs> yeah, did it feel like you were cool? Like I was cool. Like the group you were hanging out with. I have a point to this. Okay. The group you get accepted into sure. of townies. Are you like, oh, this is cool. I'm one of the guys or gals. How awesome is this? Um, man, I don't know if I felt cool, but I felt like I didn't have to. I don't want to even like say facade. Like I don't want to make it sound like for four years in college I was like putting on this front, but I definitely maybe voiced things. Yeah. With people that like I didn't necessarily voice for in a, in certain groups of people for four years. Right. You got to so, like tailor it back because people will like kick you out of school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like say that they need to like pray for me. Or yeah. <laughs> so, even worse. Yeah, even worse yeah. than like getting I'd rather get kicked out. But oh, man. <laughs> no laying of hands, laying of hands. It's not, all it's the not hands. even a joke. It's not a joke. It probably would have been ha- happened if you would have like said you voted for Obama. Oh yeah, like I kept that a secret. Like I actually did, and like didn't tell. Did, I voted for John McCain that election. John McCain, straight up. Nice. Yep, yeah, I was on the. I was on. I don't even. I'm not on a team, but that was like that was my man. Yeah. I didn't get it. You didn't get it. But yeah, I don't know. That was what the good guys were doing. The good guys at the time. So you just go with the good guys. Yeah. That's what you did. Yeah. Team dad and mom. Team mom and dad. <laughs> Whatever they're on. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, and you even know, you're, like, good friends with some of these people, like, yeah. that I just met that summer, like, our friends, like, Christian and Phil and um, Joel. Yeah. Um, a couple of girls at the, um, I met two that summer, and then it's, like, they were there, and um, then, like, the actual townies. Right. As we call them. But that's when it started kind of getting stale and you're like, oh, I'm becoming, yeah. Yeah, yeah like a couple years later. I'd say like a year and a half into it is when I was like. Time for something new. Time, time to go. It's time to go. Okay, time so what go. was the what was the plan? The plan was, I mean, I had like visited California a few times when I was like younger. Like I went when I was 14, I think, out to Biola University for like that ridiculous um not ridiculous, but like that huge youth conference called like, it was called Momentum, but now I think they've like changed the name for it. And I went out there and we like stayed there for a week and we got to do just like a wide variety of things. It was my first time being that like far out West. And it was, I just loved it. And then my second time out there was for like a girl's like bachelorette party. And we like went all throughout LA that weekend and it was wonderful. And 
I think I just remember thinking to myself, like, I think I want to out here sometime. Like, yeah. I think this is where I'm supposed you to be. You have fond memories of California. I have very fond memories of just like. There's no sadness. No sadness. No loneliness. No despair. <laughs> no, no hardship whatsoever, which is like very silly to think about now. Right. But um, yeah, it was very just like fond memories. And it was like maybe at the time, just like a goal I was setting was. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. And then it was, it was just coming down to like, how am I going to even end up out there though? Yeah. And so that was like something for a long time that I just like kind of pushed down. I was like, well, it's incredibly expensive. Um, okay. You so know. you're just like convincing yourself you can't do it at the time. Or just being realistic. I was being realistic. Yeah, yeah, I was being very yeah. realistic. I yeah. think, um, just because the jobs I were working by like no means, like I was making bank at. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, like, feel like a lot of us know nowadays especially like student loans are a very real thing um oh so, gosh, so yeah <laughs> yeah like crippling and so it's like i have these big goals and ambitions but it's like realistically it's like very hard to make happen especially well, why did you own. decide to do it why did i decide like what convinced you to be like you know what i know i have all these obstacles but i believe in casting i believe i can do this yeah. <laughs> um i think when i realized that i could move out there and have it be like affordable. Okay. Like I can make it happen. Like right. I, cause realistically, like all I really had to um, really worry about paying for was um, like a student, my student loan, okay. um, which I was able to do. Cause I don't, I don't have a car payment. I didn't have like credit card debt, like anything like that that was necessarily like tying me down to making it not yeah. happen. So finally I was just like, gonna do it. Like I'm just, and so, uh, I found out about it because the place I was working at, the place I was working at was called Mudlove. And um, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's like super popular, but if you're in like the north, I don't know, like Midwest. Yeah. yeah you it's know. like trendy bracelets. It's a trend. The yeah. trendy bracelets. The, the Ben Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all oh that. The Bachelor. I'm editing that out. No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> but I mean, like that area. Um, yeah. I knew about it because a coworker of mine had actually lived out there before. Where Where were you planning to go? Um, I mean, ideally, I when I first started, I was like, I don't even know where I want to go in California, but I want to like. Oh, really? Just there. California in general? Yeah, I was like, there's some real shitholes in California. I know. <laughs> People always assume it's like gorgeous, it's all beach, and it's all, all sand, beach, yeah. all sand, all it's, good times, and that's it's not true. Yeah, go to Modesto. Oh my God, or Baker. No, thank you. Yeah. No thanks. So but, okay, um, what do you want to do? I just wanted to go out there and like, like I said, just like exp- I guess I just want to, I guess in my mind, just go for like the extreme. I was like, well, I want to be around new people and like okay. new experiences. Just go far out west as you can um, to a place where you know that you've been to and that you enjoy. Yeah. Um, and so I had this coworker of mine and he would always like mention it, um, that he, how he had lived out there for like a year um, and how he really enjoyed it. And he would always like pop up every, I felt like every few months every few weeks is like when you would tell me a story about being out there. Okay. So I felt like it just like kept like being re-entered into my mind every so often. Yeah. And then I got to this point where I was just like, you know what? Like he made it happen. Why can't I make this happen? And (laughs) so I uh, like the folly of believing in yourself. (laughs) How dare I like try and believe in myself? Um, Like I am a strong person. Oh yeah, talking about your own strength. (laughs) Yeah, trying to rely. I'm a bad bitch. I I can do this. (laughs) Watch me go. Yeah, watch Um, me. And so the place that he was talking about that he had lived in was Yosemite National Park. 
And of course, that's not where I was like picturing myself long term living by any means. But yeah, I, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Okay. But there are like, I'll get to this later, but there are like people there who have lived there for years. Like years. I think I met a person there who like lived there like over 10 years. Okay. Like just living in this park. And I was just like, well, it's a really good starting place because they charge you maybe, I think he told me, it was like maybe they took $6 a week out of your paycheck for like the living. Okay. To, Wait, you're going to like live and work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was just like, you know what? Like I'm so burnt out i'm just gonna like just apply and like see what happens yeah so it's like a very basic at the time it was i think it's changed since i've applied but it's like a very basic application where you just like give them your name and your like things that you've done or like interested in doing yeah um what were you gonna do uh i like centered my application on like hospitality things Uh um and there's like a wide range that you can do there so they got back to me and for my friend, he like he like got a hold of him, did like one phone interview with him, and then like the next day, like sent him an offer letter. So he was out there within a week. Yeah. For me, it took like a little bit about maybe like a month and a half, because um, they would like call me and then they'd say like, oh, this position opened up, but and then they'd be like, they call me back like the next day and be like, well, it's closed now, and I'd be like, all right, and then they call me two days later and be like, would you be interested in this one? And I'd yeah. be like, sure, and it would be the same process of what. Well, we're sorry we didn't know it got filled like immediately after yeah <laughs> and so like it just didn't seem organized at all okay and then finally it was like the fourth time they were like no we like have this and we like want you to come out and do it and i was like sure what were we gonna do um i worked like the front desk of like one of the center like one of the hotels okay so i did a lot of um like my main thing was like helping people like with their reservations so like checking in checking out once in a while I'd like help with phone calls or like paperwork like and you were like hype on doing this you're like I was content with doing it because I knew it was something I didn't want to do forever right so I like accepted it as like what it was it'll get you out there it'll get me out there right get the ball because I wasn't just gonna move out there with like nothing yeah you had some plan yeah I had like a baby plan right um so I remember like I probably like broke my mom's heart because I told her like on Christmas that I had like (laughs) applied for these jobs and that I was probably going to move out like right after my birthday, which is in March. And uh, that's what I did. So um, I remember at the time, like, and my boyfriend at the time, he was like planning to move out there because a couple of his friends were out there, but he wasn't moving to like Northern, like how I was. They, he was planning to go like to central, like LA area. Mm -hmm. And so I remember just like thinking to myself, well, like I won't be completely alone. Like there'll be a few hours away. It'll be fine. Like I'm adaptable. I can make this work. Yeah. Just like knowing their support. Yeah. Three hours away. (laughs) Three, four, five, six, like whatever it was, like some hours away. But even then I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I don't even care. So yeah. Even when like signs point, like you've doubts and stuff, you're just like, don't look, don't don't look, look. don't do it. Don't look back. Uh Like I realized I was like getting to this point, like numerous times of like points of no return. And I also, I remember like telling my boss at my job, like my boss and like his like right hand at the time, I like to think of him as. Yeah. And I remember going in and telling him like, Hey, I'm like putting in my notice. My last day is like actually going to be like on my birthday. 
And I remember Kyle Garberson at the time just being like, we like had a feeling that you were maybe gonna like try and venture out here soon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, your assumptions are correct. And <laughs> so. What, were you just like over it? I wasn't over it, but I had like, recently watched, I remember I like watched The Secret Life of Walter Mitty and had like texted Luke and Kyle and like told him I watched it and that like I wasn't coming to work the next day. I uh-huh. was like gonna like go and like go on some crazy adventure. Walter Mitty inspired yeah. you? Yeah, yeah he they did. make movies like less <laughs> inspiring. Still- <laughs> less like Sigur Rós playing in the like, like landscape shots. I know. That's just like, it gets people all emotional. They're it like, did. I'm going to quit my job. I did. That's exactly yeah. like Ben Stiller got me to quit my job, essentially. Yeah. Um, so Don't watch Walter Mitty. I never saw it. but <laughs> Don't watch it. Don't watch it if you were like in a situation like how I was a few years ago. But um, but Kyle like was so happy for me. And, and they were all super supportive. Even my coworkers, they were all. all was that part of like a thing where you, where people were, they knew you were leaving and they were excited for you? Um, did that give you a sense of, well, now there's no coming back because everyone's said goodbye and um, they all believe in me. I can't let them down. No. I mean, no? I was going to do it whether or not they felt that or way. Or no, I'm, I'm talking about even like the return. The return. It no. can like convince you that you're like, whoa, man, there's no pulling out because everyone's counting on <laughs> Everyone's People counting care. on me to make it. Yeah. <laughs> no, because... I think I knew that even just trying was like a lot more than what a lot of people even try and do. Got it. Okay. So I was like, cause people, you know, they talk, um, yes, um, sure do. whether or not they're going to do something or not. And I like, even as myself, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not, a guy. I don't want to be all talk. I want to like follow through. Yeah. And so even if I came back, like I was like, you know what? I followed through. Right. I don't feel bad about that. Okay, so you had some pride in the fact that you tried. Sure, yeah. I was even if it wasn't... Yeah, successful. even if it was however long it was. <laughs> yeah, I was very uh, proud, um, prideful, I guess, in that fact. You're right. Okay, so you get out there, and what's, yeah. the, what's the plan? Okay, so I, my boyfriend comes and takes me to the uh, South Bend airport. Um, I literally, leading up to those... I took like three weeks off just to kind of get my um, stuff together to pack and to, all I did, all I took was I like sold or like just gave away everything I owned. And the only things that I had to my name were like in three suitcases. Okay. Everything else was gone. Yeah. Um, which is like such a freeing feeling. Love to, pur- I love purging, I right. still do. I try not to have a lot of stuff. But anyway, so he takes me to the South Bend airport and I just remember like, it wasn't until we were like standing there, like as he like walked with me as far as you can go, which is like up to security. Right. And I remember we'd like exchanged a few words at the time. And it wasn't until like I saw him turn and start to walk away where I like just, I started bawling my eyes out. It was like that point, like where I had like, it was like the first time it like really hit me in like the five months I was like planning. Yeah. Like, like, just hysterically, silently weeping. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, not real tears. No, I was. You were? I had it up until that point. Oh, you're all. just a silent crier. Yeah, Got I was it. like, yeah. I can't, well, because in my mind, I'm like, don't make a scene. Did he see you cry? Yeah. No, I think I turned away too okay, quick. Good, yeah, I think yeah, I turned yeah, away too right. quick. I was yeah, like, yeah. don't let him see you cry. Right, like, yeah, don't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when it occurred to you, you're like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm yeah, getting on a plane I'm with no return ticket. Yeah. I bought a one-way ticket. Yeah. Like, I have no idea 
I have no idea when I'm going to see him again, if right. I'm going to see him again. Yeah. Um, when am I going to see my friends again? You know. That's when it hit you, though? Yeah, like at the security point as I'm like taking off my shoes, putting yeah. them in that bin, uh, taking off my Herschel backpack and just like go walking through. And I'm like starting to cry. And the yeah. woman who's like patting me down is like, are you, are you okay, miss? And I'm like, just... I'm fine. Yeah. And just like walking through. Uh-huh. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad Leave me bitch. alone, even though I'm weeping. Yeah, even though I'm weeping, I'm fine. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, I remember even like, it just being, I, I, ha- I was wearing like a scarf. I remember, I remember just like wiping my eyes and my nose with like this. Yeah, trying to be cool. Trying to play it off cool. Yeah. And went in the bathroom and like collected myself and walked onto the plane. And I remember like sitting I had like the middle seat, I remember this moment. And there was like a guy to my left, middle aged, and then there was like a guy to my right who was also middle aged. And the guy to my right like noticed that I was just like weeping and sobbing and he immediately, all he did was like put his headphones in. Okay. And I remember the guy to my left like being like, are you okay? And I don't know why, but that moment always stands out to <laughs> That's me. That's so funny. Yeah. He looked at the guy, put his headphones, and he's like, all right, all right, I guess it's it's on me. Yeah. But, you have to console this weeping girl. He's like, he's not even, like, going to ask, like, if I'm okay or, like, what's going on. And then, like, the guy to my left. And then he's also just, like, talking to me about, like, the grace of Jesus. And I'm like, dude, oh, I no. do not, I do not want to Why can't hear. you put in the headphones? Yeah. yeah, I was like, I want to talk to the guy on the right. Yeah. <laughs> um, he turned it into that? Yeah. Oh, Kind gosh. of, yeah. Right, yeah. Like, he, I really, I told him what was going, I was like, no, I'm just like, I didn't tell him where I was going, I was like, no, I'm like moving today, and it's like a really hard day, Yeah. And, um, you know, it just like really hit me, like, as I'm like walking onto right. this plane. He's like, oh, I get it, like, I'm sorry, like, he's like, but good for you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I remember that day, I had to, I don't know why, but I took like three different flights, like, from South Bend to like Atlanta to... Uh, some other we had to stop in one other place and then my final destination of course was LAX uh-huh. and I stop in LAX and um, good friends <laughs> Joel and Luke picked me up and uh, we just I, I remember having they picked me up really late and we had like I had one day there with them in LA slash like Santa Clarita area and then our original plan was for Luke and Joel to take me up to the day where I told the people there in Yosemite that I was gonna arrive. Mm-hmm. And it gets to be, <laughs> so we we have like this great day together. It's like not a big deal. We like go to Santa Monica and just like walk around. And um, I'm, I don't know why, but I remember we watched like a lot of Home Improvement then and that night and um, wake up the next m- morning and Joel and Luke, especially Joel was just like, you know, Cass, like, we didn't realize just like quite how far away Yosemite is. This is the day they're supposed to take you. I'm sorry. It's the night before. So it's like hours before they're going to take me. And originally the plan was... Too soon. It was too soon. It was way too soon. For like someone who's like an emotional, like trying to keep it together the best that they can. Right. Like, um, and they were like, and Joe was like doing that thing where he's like, (laughs) if anyone knows Joe Franklin, they can probably like picture this perfectly. But he's just like, you know, like... I didn't realize how far away it was. He's trying to ease into the flake. Ease, yeah, he's trying to ease into it. He's right. trying to like find reason with it. And um, he's just like, you know, if there's a way that we can like get you there. Oh, man. Are, are, he's like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> what a knucklehead. He's like, that's, that's like, if there's, it's them being like, I really don't want to do you this favor. Yeah, kind of like, I understand if it's, um, I understand if it was 
it is a long ways away from where they were living. Yeah. But we had like had these arrangements like weeks prior. Right, 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 right. Which is why deep down I was like, no. And, and in yeah. a way it almost made me like, more, like f- made me feel better knowing, cause we had planned, like they were going to drive up with me and like maybe camp with me that whole weekend as I'm like getting adjusted. Right, and I'm, make like, it easier. Yeah, make yeah, it way definitely. easier. And um, hearing them say like, you know, like Luke's got to work and Joel's like, you know, it's going to cost a lot of money. And I'm like, come on. Like, yeah. I really wanted you guys to like pull through here. Did you, did you voice this? <sighs> yeah, I did. You, I think, you voiced your disappointment and frustration. I think I was like, no. You didn't try to be like cool friend. I was trying to be cool friend because yeah. I was trying to be at the same time, just like really grateful that they were even helping me and like, yeah, as much as they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, and I was like, and I just, I did say very sternly that Joe, I remember this. I was like, if you can make sure that I get there, I don't care. Is okay. What, so you were saying you fix it. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. If you're going to do that, fix it. Okay. Yeah. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did like they, so they took me to, <laughs> Joe found this like train that took me to like this bus and this bus takes me to like to the park. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't even care. That's fine, Joel. And I remember, like, that night, like, everyone had gone to bed, and I'm, like, laying in bed, like, freaking out. And by bed, I mean, like, laying on the couch. Yeah. And um, I remember, like, texting my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, they're not going to take me anymore. Yeah. And he's like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you need to call me right now. And so I, like, go outside, and I, like, call and explain this to him. And he was very upset. He yeah. was like, this is... He said a few choice words. I'll leave it at that. And he's just like talking about how I should like rent a car and everything and just drive myself, especially because I have like just these three suitcases to my name and how they're like yeah. inconvenient. And I'm just like, well, it's not that I don't think that's a good idea. I go, but what the hell am I going to do with like a rented car then? Right. Like in a park. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm upset too about this, but this is just what it is. And I just have to roll with it. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, they take me, and they were kind enough to at least, like, buy my train ticket. So, thanks, guys. Okay. And <laughs> thanks, thanks so much yeah. for buying my train ticket and, like, waiting for the train to pull up. They just did that so they were like, see, we're good friends. <laughs> yeah. Some friends wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Some people would just drop their off. Yeah. But, but not, not us. us. Not us. Oh, my goodness. True saints. So, yeah, true saints. So, um... And I'm not, and just so everyone, like, I'm not mad at them by any means anymore. I'm mad. Joey's mad. It's now my burden. It's now his burden two years later. But, um, so I get on this train and I'm just like counting down the hours. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just waiting. Are you scared? Are you? Oh, I'm so scared. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of just like literally being in the middle of nowhere by myself. Like. But don't you, you're going to, where are you going to be living? In the park. In Yosemite. In a tent? Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I lived in a tent that was like maybe, it like had like sturdy walls. It wasn't like I was like sleeping on the ground or anything. Like it was as big as like maybe a medium sized bedroom. Like okay. it was big enough to wear two twin size beds, um, two dressers and like a heater could fit in it. They were going to provide you a tent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. They did this with like a lot of people. So I get to the park then eventually and they just like the bus just like dropped me off in some random place. Yeah. I had like no idea where to go or like who to talk to. I was like, well, I got to figure this out now. And so I'm just like walking around with all of my stuff 
and I'm just like, hey, I'm a new arrival. Like I'm supposed to start work here in like a few days, this and that. And then the guy's just like, what? I was like, yeah, like my start date is here in like a few days. Mm -hmm. I have it in this email. And the guy's like, we don't take like new hires in on Sundays. And I'm like, well, I'm here. So you guys better figure out what to do with me. Like, yeah. cause I'm not just gonna <laughs> yeah. be like laying around in like the, some outside on my suitcase. Yeah, but it's definitely your problem. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? for you sure. can't too, <laughs> it's for sure. You my can't problem. be too like mad. Uh, I was mad because they told me it was fine for me to show up on that day. Right. Okay. But you weren't talking to the dude that emailed you though. No. Okay. Because he, the guy in the email didn't even tell me where to go. He's like, yeah, the bus will take you right up to where you need to be. Okay. And that was not Like, this will be easy. It'll be easy. Yeah, you so will not easy. be able to fuck it up. No. Right. But I, I fucked it up. Like, yeah. I somehow fucked it up. And uh, so I'm just like, fantastic. Like, yeah. I had no idea where to go, what to do. And so they, like, went back and forth for a while of, like, this walkie-talkie radio of like hey we have like this girl here and she doesn't know where to go and she's like struggling yeah <laughs> she's saying, crying still she's still crying yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she seems like she's been crying for eight hours for, for like 48 yeah, hours 48. now she's a mess yeah. like um she's from the midwest no yeah. and uh, but long story short, like they came and got like someone came and got me in like this trunk, and I remember just like sitting in the back of this truck, just like riding through this mountain. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And so they get me and they like check me in, and um, I remember the guy like kind of I can't remember his name. But he was like an older guy, and he's like walking me through everything, and he's like, so this is where you're gonna stay. You can pick like which tent essentially you want to stay in. Uh huh. And I like picked one. And Did you own tent? I did at the time, yeah. Okay. Um, but a lot of times you, and I'll lead into this, mm. like, you randomly get partnered with a roommate. Like, you have no idea who they are. Okay. Um, but at the time, like, I, I, it was, I was by myself. Um, so he, like, walks me through everything, and he's, like, talking about, he's like, you know, just be really open-minded, and this is going to be the best experience of your life. I'm just That's like, a weird thing to I say. Know. <laughs> and I was like, this is a really good start. Like, yeah. I was like, so... They don't even know I'm, like, arriving on this day. And this guy is just telling me to be super open-minded to whatever comes my way. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Like, That's, like, weird. It's like saying, like, look, there's going to be some stuff that you're not going to be comfortable with. Oh, yeah. You'll enjoy it if you pretend to be. Exactly. Like, he even told me the story about how... And granted, like, I am very well aware that I am in California. Like, out west where things are very, like, left left-winged yeah. in all areas and i remember him just like telling me the story he's like you know he also warned me to always lock the door he's like yeah lock your door because sometimes like lock your tent door lock my tent door okay yeah. which is literally just like one of those little latches like honestly if someone wanted to like break into it they easily could have right like, it was a joke and he's like yeah like one night some guys got like super um, they like took a ton of acid and they just like painted and carved like through their canvases. And I'm like, fantastic. Like really good to know, man. Yeah. Real cool, bro. Were and, you, was, were you afraid of dudes in the night coming in on uh, acid? And... That story didn't help. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> especially when I saw like how easy it could have been like right. for anything to happen, not just to me, but like anyone in general. Okay. And so I remember just like laying like walking around and i got put in an area 
where I think they've changed the names since I've moved, like have left there. Um, but the area I was living in was called Huff. And it's like essentially because everything out there is like based on seniority. Uh-huh. So since I'm just starting out, I have like no seniority, nothing. What privileges don't you have that like? What privileges don't I have? Like yeah. better housing, okay, better work hours, you know, yeah. things like that. And I'm like out there, and I'm just like, and essentially like it's not like the I don't want to say it's the ghetto of like staff housing, but it's the worst one of staff housing. Okay, and you're alone, and I'm alone, yeah, <laughs> and I'm still alone, so alone. And um, are you thinking this was a bad idea? No, okay. not, not yet. Okay, not yet. All right. Um, I'm thinking to myself like, yeah, give it some time. You gotta give it some time. Right. Like you just got here. Uh-huh. Um, you're a strong bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, the white girl mantra. You're a strong bitch. You are not. You're basic. Beyonce. You are not basic. <laughs> you are not basic. Um, which I'm not. But <laughs> um, so I'm out there, and he like gave me this like guide then, and he's just like, yeah, like. Since you're new, like, orientation, like, all of this stuff is, like, on this day at this time, I'm, like, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, I, like, wake up the next morning and go to orientation. And it was awkward because there's, like, this group of us that are, like, half of us are brand new to the park. The other half of us are, like, people who have worked there before, but either they've left for other jobs or like they come during seasons yeah like they'll leave for the winter but then they'll come back so oh like, yeah i know people like that yeah, yeah. so they have to like re- just redo the orientation um and it was very obvious who were the diehards and who had been there the before oh yeah and then the people like me <laughs> who, were like, who didn't have a clue who had no clue yeah who had no idea what they were doing and i remember being in there and like i walked in essentially and like I um, didn't know anyone, obviously, and I. But I saw this girl, and I think I remember thinking, "Oh, she looks like kind of close to my age, and she looks like she might be nice." Like a friendly face. She, a friendly face. Yep. And I, I remember I like walked, I gravitated over towards her, and I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I like sit by you?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, definitely." And I like sat by her, and I like introduced myself. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Cassie, and I'm super new." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, hi, my name's Lara." And um, Lara ended up essentially becoming my roommate then okay in yosemite so she turned out to be cool she turned out to be fantastic all right lara is honestly probably one of the two best things to come from my experience in yosemite okay um we still keep in touch to this day and i even last week got to catch up with her when i went out and visited um some fr- our friends like joel and luke out there the scumbags that we got to drive scumbags that dropped yeah. me off at that train yeah. station <laughs> but paid for that ticket yeah they did pay they for did that eight, that 18 dollar ticket so <laughs> no. they, thank you so much sweethearts <laughs> love them but um okay so you made a friend i did make a friend okay so is it looking up at this point yeah okay it, slightly i mean it at least felt good because after like talking with laura Lara, I realized that um, she's kind of on the same page that I am with, like, life in general. Okay. Which made it way more easier. So we, like, essentially we we weren't living together. Like, she got put in a different tent, and I was, like, living alone. And then after, like, a week or two, we were, like, I was just, like, why don't you just, like, move in with me? Yeah. Because her roommate that she got paired with, it's not that she didn't get along with her, but she was, like, going to leave and go to, like, one of the high Sierra camps or something like that. And she was going to be alone. And uh-huh. I was like, well, why don't you just move in with me? That way we right. both just don't get paired with some randos. Right. Like, she's like, that's a great idea. 
so Lara moves in to my tent and, um, it was, it was perfect. Um, so where does it, okay. So everything's good. Yeah. For a few, for a little while. Yeah. And, um, so after we like go through the motions of orientation on like, I think it's like the third day they're like, okay, like go to where you're placed. Like, go to where you're supposed to start your job. Mm. And, like, kind of just, like, get introduced and everything. And so I remember I lived... Since I lived in Huff, I was, like, very close to the front desk of the area that was, at the time, known as, like, Curry Village. Yeah. And Curry Village is essentially, like, very close to Half Dome. um, And also, uh, people come and... It's like the kind of people who like kind of actually want to be camping out. So they like make reservations to stay in the tents that some of us as staff were living in. Okay. So essentially these people were like checking into tents that like I was sleeping in. Yeah. Like meeting your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were my neighbors. Yeah. They kind of were my neighbors. Um, so that was fine. And I go and essentially I like like the people I'm working with and I meet a girl. She's um, she was from the Midwest too. She was just from Ohio. So we like connected over that. Yeah. And you were bored a lot growing up. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> you moved out here too. Me too. Yeah. Like everything. You hate everything. No. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and so um, we clicked super well at the time. We spent a lot of time together, and honestly, things were like going fine. Okay. For I want to say, for maybe a month and a half. That's solid good times, though. It was okay. That's yeah. enough to be hopeful. It was enough to be. It was it exactly. It was enough to be hopeful. Yeah enough to be hopeful and i think when i had moved out there my plan was like let's try and stay out here maybe a year and just save money okay and then like just try and like move somewhere else right like to one of the cities Mm -hmm. was my goal um that's a good plan yeah i thought it was yeah but also when i was out there it was really hard because i was um I was enrolled in like my graduate program. So like any free time I had, I was like also working on this grad program, oh. which got to be really difficult. Okay. Um, and what else made it difficult is again, since it was all based on seniority, I had like, I was working like second or third shift. Yeah. So that made it really hard. Um, so, so I like, like sleeping during the day. Yeah. So like even, the hot Yosemite day, <laughs> the hot Yosemite days, um, the hot Yosemite days. And then, but essentially, actually, when I first got there, it was like kind of still winter, okay. which I, I ended up being super pissed about because I hadn't even like considered that. I brought like no winter clothes. Yeah, you were the ignorant Midwestern that I thought was so it's ignorant. beaches, baby. I was so ignorant. Hot like, all the time. Nothing but bathing False. suits. <laughs> Nothing but those. That's all I packed. That's all I packed. That's all I have. All I have. Like, yeah. I remember waking up one day and, like, walking outside and it just being, like, up to, like, my mid leg and, like, snow. Oh, really? And just being like, what the? Like, yeah. I was upset. I was like, this, I wanted to get away from this stuff. Like, and yeah. I remember, like, being so upset. You did not do your research. I did, but I thought I had, like, missed the like winter season like i thought uh, they were com- I you thought wouldn't it was, have to like, worry about it for yeah. a while yes got it yes okay, i yeah. thought i had like had enough time to like get out there and then when like the season was going to come around again i was like why well, can my boots like my coat because i was yeah. trying to take as little as i could right 
Um, I was wrong. That was really stupid of me. And um, so I remember just like being so upset. And then like all these kids, I remember not, not kids, but like all these people being like super pumped that it was like snowing. And I see them like running around and yeah. like just being like frolicking and being so happy. And I right. just wanted to be like, you guys can go fuck yourself. Like yeah. I was so mad. Yeah, you're like, fr- well, how did you... Was it cold in your tent? Yeah, but we had like a heater. Okay, all right. We did so have you a were, heater. All right, you all right sleeping. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, but then there was like this span of time, like fast forwarding a little bit, where yeah. like Lara and I, like in the month of April, didn't have heat. And it was still like a winter month. Yeah. And so we like, there were some nights where we fro- like froze. Yeah. Um, because like, maintenance like would not come out and look at our heater yeah like no matter how many requests we put in they just like wouldn't come out was this the beginning of the this is starting to suck no this the way we were running me there that wasn't even there yet. so like the this um, is just one of those things where it's like well this is just kind of happening just, just annoying it's annoying okay all right. super annoying yeah, all right um and then yeah so everything like for a little while was like seeming fine like really happy okay. and um got to go on some really great hikes. Um, I met my other friend that I met. Um, his name is So Kang, and So Kang. Is that his trail name? It's his real name. What? It is, is? His trail name. It sounds like one of those weird guys you meet on like, like hiking, and he tells you his name's So Kang, but it's really like Ned. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. His, his name was for real. Yes, okay. So Kang. Okay. Um, like so. Like, his name was for sure Ned. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Go on. All right. It's I don't okay. think so. But I remember we we actually met him like really early on. Okay. I remember meeting him really early on, and he was he was like the only guy there that like I trusted. Oh, were the some, other ones like? Oh yeah. What creeps? Creep creepers. Really? Like, oh yeah. I got some. I have a story I'll get into here, but um. So Kang, Lara, and I spent, like, a lot of time together. Like, uh-huh. since I, I worked third shift a lot, I remember, like, it was actually really refreshing. I'd, like, get back after my shift, and, like, So Kang and Lara would be, like, up and talking. And a lot of times, like, it was, like, just really simple things that, like, So Kang would do that, like, would keep us going. Like, he would, like, bring us pizza and just, like, talk with us. Okay. And, and like, bottles of wine, and we just would, like, sit around and just talk with each other. And it was just, like very real moments mm-hmm. and i remember thinking to myself like these are the moments that you wanted so badly <laughs> okay yeah and at the and so i, I treasured those moments with those two with laura and so king the most out yeah of, out of anything you um, knew that's like what you kind of wanted mm-hmm. meeting like new people different and people something. different perspectives and different world views yeah um yeah so it was really good for it was good until it wasn't and when wasn't it Okay, so I remember I feel like started to like become not good when so at my job working front desk, you have a lot of times like people use their debit credit cards to check in. Uh-huh. Um, but once in a while, like people would use cash. And if that's the case, like you have like a bank, that way you can make change, of yeah. course. I remember one time at the end of your shift, you always count your bank. And I think at the time it's like, you have to make sure you have like $300 like in your bank. Yeah. I remember one night going and checking my bank and it being like 60, 70 bucks short. Yeah. And I don't think that night I had like 
use cash at all. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I think someone here stole money out of my bank. And that's, like, automatic, like, termination. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, shit, like, what's going to happen? Like, what do I do? Because yeah. if I, like, tell someone, like, they might, I might, like, like, if I tell my manager, who was super cool, like, I am thankful for him. He was a really nice guy. And so I, like, I remember, like, went back and I talked to Lara about it, like, Lara and Sokang. And they were like, just talk to him and let him know that, like, your bank is short and you don't know why. Yeah. And so I remember going back and, like, telling him. And he was just like, that's really weird. Like, did you... And so we came to the conclusion that, like, someone stole money out of my bank. And... He trusted you? Yeah. There was no doubt that it was... He trusted me, but at the same time, he was, like... He was hesitant. Like, he talked to all of the other staff members. But it made me nervous because I'm just like, who would do that? Like... Like, when you were walked... Like, walked... Like, yeah. away from the cash register? Yeah, for a minute. Like, yeah. it must have happened, like, at the time... Because we got, like, breaks, of course, yeah. for our eight-hour shifts. And it must have been, like, when I was, like, on my, like, hour half-hour break. Okay. But it didn't make sense at the time, like... Because I remember thinking about the people who I was working with that shift, and I would have never have thought that, like, anyone there would have done that. Okay. Which is why I was like, what? So there are <laughs> other people around, so you, mm-hmm. you're good Oh, yeah, there's, like, okay, a row it. of us. It's not just, like, me... Oh. So there's like six or seven of us working at a okay. time. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would, that was like the first time where I was like, you know what? Can't trust anybody. <laughs> it was a okay. Hard, it was a hard did you get in trouble for that? I did. I okay. did get in trouble. I got like a, a warning. But then. He, did you pay it back? I did. Yeah. I replenished it then. Okay. And it was fine. But you were certain it was. Yeah. I, not it, wasn't, your it wasn't me because okay. I did not have to give any cash back that night and then you the people there were like scheming enough that you were like it was probably i have an idea I, yeah i had an idea of who it was okay um but of course i didn't have any evidence or right. proof yeah but i had assumptions um looking back on it it's always a dangerous move too because i've been like <sighs> mentally in my head been like that guy for sure stole mm-hmm. my bike and then I get home, I'm like, I didn't ride my bike today. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did it. an did asshole. <laughs> I am wrong. Yeah. I'm the wrong. No, but... But you're positive. Yeah. But was, this one's bad, because you're like, these people are scummy. Yeah. These people I'm cohabitating these, with. Exactly. Yeah. Like, did not feel safe. Which, okay, which leads me into... that's That was, like, the first thing that happened, where I was like, oh, this, like, might not be... The people. Yeah. Yeah. The people. Yeah. It's always the people. Um, and so, yeah, so that happened and it like made me very like extra cautious. Yeah. Um, extra cautious, cautious of being there and like trusting people, which is why like, again, I like went back to really just like confining and like soaking mm-hmm. and Lara. Um, so I remember meeting this guy leading into the moving on to like the yeah. guys, like how I just touched base on. I remember those, there was this one day. Where it was, like, one of my days off. Like, we got random days off throughout Mm -hmm. the week. And I remember just, like, walking through. I think I was going to go, like, just grab something to eat at one of the places. And I remember just, like, walking through, like, all of the tents of Huff. And this guy was coming the opposite way that I was. And I remember walking by him, and he, like, stopped and he started to like walk backwards. It was like walking beside me. 
and it was yeah. like and i could like feel him kind of like scanning me yeah and thinking to myself like this is really weird and also thinking to myself like i'm really glad i have sunglasses on because i do not want to see this guy right. to see like my reaction to him right now yeah and i remember he like held out his hand to me and he goes hey i'm so and so yeah and i was like oh hi like nice to meet you and i told him my name i was like hi i'm cassie and he's just like are you new here and i'm like yes I am new here. Are you putting off vibes like I'm trying to eat a sandwich? Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like dude, I like got three hours. Yeah. Like, just let me be for a minute. Yeah. Like, not like trying not to feed him anything. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, like, and then he was just like, I can tell you're like not from California. Where is it that you're from? Yeah, that's a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a line. Yeah. And I was like, I'm from the Midwest. And oh, again, you bit. Huh? You bit. I bit, you but I was like walking at the same time. Like I was not trying to like. Yeah. Was trying not to be super rude. Right. But at the same time, I was like. Dudes can't take a hint though. No, this guy. Yeah. Did not take a hint. And he's just like, oh, we're in the Midwest. And I told, I cut him off at that point. I was like, I'm actually like about to go. I think I like lied. I think I lied. I was like, right. I gotta go meet my roommate. She's over here. Like I'll catch you later. Yeah. Nice meeting you. Nice. See yeah. you, dude. dude. Yeah. And, um. So, I, like, the day goes on, I went to work, come home, and I, So Kang was there that night, and I remember being like, So Kang, like, I ran into this guy today, do you remember, do you know who so-and-so is? And I told him his name. He's like, oh, yeah, like, he really likes the ladies. Yeah. He's like, so, you should, like, be careful around him. I was like, oh, no problem. <laughs> like, right. Because at the time, like, I was still dating my boy, like, my boyfriend back here in, yeah. in Indiana, who is, um trying trying to like kind of make his way out to california okay and so i remember this one time i it was like midday and i had like a three or four o'clock shift so i wasn't even going into work until later i was on the phone with someone i've been talking to like an old roommate back here and i remember like hearing someone like knock like on our tent door and i opened the door and it was like him standing there i remember just thinking to myself like how does he know like which ten? Yeah, because there's what time of day is it? It's like midday. It's like okay, one right. or two, yeah. twelve, like either way. Yeah, creepy. but still, yeah, but yeah but then he just like appears. Yeah, and I remember just like being like, "Hey, man, like, what's up?" Yeah, and he was like trying to get me to like come and have like lunch with him, and he even like had like flowers picked and was like trying to oh, give him. To- yeah, like it was it was a lot. And there's I was nothing just- creepier than like a <sighs> thirsty dude trying to be sweet. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, That's the perfect way to put it. Like, yeah. definitely, like... His intentions are obvious, but he's like, but I pick flowers, so... But I pick flowers, so I'm I must a, be a good yeah. guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man, I hate this dude. Oh, anyway. I hate him, too. <laughs> um, and I remember just... Be- he's like, hey, like, me and... I think he said our friend So Kang. He's like, me and So Kang and this other person i knew who i thought was fine he's like we're going to like we're like actually making lunch mm-hmm. like here in like the community kitchen because we had community kitchens like we didn't have an actual kitchen yeah um he's like if you want to like come over he's like so kang even told me to come and tell you and i was like mm, okay oh mm-hmm. all right and so i'm like okay yeah like that sounds really nice like i'll come and like because I, I anytime so kang or lara were around like i felt safe and fine yeah and I walk into the kitchen and no one's there. And it's just this guy. He had like lied to me that they were there. Yeah. And he was like, he like made this food. 
for us. And he was like trying. He's like, yeah, they oh didn't like. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, like they they he had to go this and that. And I was like, no, I I think you're lying to me right you, now. You called him out. Yeah, I was like, I don't think so, dude. Like, yeah. And then I made up an excuse, and I was like, I need to go. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, oh, I'm positive. Yeah. Like, I'm for sure. I've going. never had to go more. I've never had to leave, like, right. more. And so I, like, immediately left. And I saw So Kang later. I think I actually went over to, like, where So Kang was leaving. Yeah. And I was just like, So Kang, like, did so-and-so come over and, like, tell you that we were, like, going to, like, that you guys were making lunch or whatever? And he's yeah. like, nah, man. Like, I have no idea what yeah. this guy is talking about. And I was like, he just tried to, like... Like, oh, I don't know what man. he was trying to do, but it was just like... I know what he was... Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what he was trying I to do. I do, yeah. Yeah. It was like, not okay. But it made you feel unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I started... This is the point where I started to just, like, genuinely feel unsafe. Yeah. And it was, like, a couple of days later, you I started to, like, hear stories of, like, guys starting to become, like, really aggressive with, like, oh, gr- yeah. with, like girls in the park in terms of, like coming into their tent and all of this and yeah there's another a couple days later like maybe a week later um i was just like talking with i can't remember if it was with lara or with my um co-worker who was like from ohio mm-hmm. but we were like just sitting in my tent and like we heard a knock at the door and we like open it and i thought it might be so kang or someone and it was the guy and he like comes he's he's like hey is that right if i come in and he's like before I could answer, he like starts to come in. You know what I mean? Like just kind of like bypass like before yeah. I can answer. And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> and he like sees whoever it was like Laura, the Midwestern girl, yeah. like sitting on the bed. And he like sits on my bed. And he's just and he lays down then in my bed. And he's like, Don't you wanna like sit here? Don't you wanna like lay down with me? And I'm like, No. <laughs> I'm gonna stand here. I was like, I actually like would really like it if you left right now. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm positive. Like, it what was- does he think? Like, one time you're gonna be like, you know what? You know what? You're so persistent. <laughs> I'm just gonna cave. I'm, just I'm in. Gonna cave. I'm I in. love you. I love you, man. Yeah. No, never. I cannot believe that. Yeah, he was. He was a lot. Um, but after that time, I didn't really see him much after. You got the point. I think so. Oh man. I would run. I ran into him one other time, and I remember he like just kind of gave me a hug. And I remember just being like, oh, great. Right. But that was like the worst he ever did then. Like okay. he, he, he gave up. I was like really thankful. But either way, that could just make you feel unsettled. Knowing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Because that's such a boundary thing. Like yes. coming in, like sitting on your bed. Dude, like Not just fuck sitting, you, but man. like laying down in yeah. it. And like trying to like coax yeah. me over. I'm like, dude, like boundaries, respect. Right. All of this. It's not okay. That's insane that someone would... Yeah. Come in to like the uh, only amount, like the only space I had. Right. Yeah. Was the other unwelcomed. Thing. Unwelcomed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was really hard, and that's when I was like, "This is starting to get bad." Okay. So this is when everything like kind of started to plateau. Um. And even just like some other really crazy things that like went on when I was there, like people, like numerous people died while I was like there living in the park. And there's this one really famous person. He's like a famous climber. His name's like Dean Potter. And he did that, like, I can't exactly remember the name of it, but he essentially like was like cliff jumping and like using like a squirrel suit to like fly, to glide throughout the valley. Yeah. 
he jumped off, I think it was like Sentinel Dome, and he was like coming through Yosemite Valley, which is like the main level, which Uh is like the most touristy spot. And when he went to like pull his parachute or whatever, it didn't open, and he like crashed into one of the walls and died. And yeah, (laughs) and I remember I was like taking a walk one day, like through the valley, and at the time, like the day that that happened to him. And I remember like walking and like looking up because I heard a helicopter. Yeah. And I remember like seeing the helicopter and then like it carrying something and looking like what a body is taken out of. Yeah. And at the time I didn't realize it, but that was like Dean Potter. Like I saw Dean Potter's body being like lifted airborne, like out of the park. Yeah. And it was just like such a surreal thing once I had heard like who it was and what had happened. And that had happened, and it continued to happen. Like, tourists are so stupid. Yeah. Like, so stupid. Like, there was a couple incidences where someone would be, like, leaning over a waterfall, which is, like, tumble down. And, or just, like, think that they could swim against currents. And just, like, heard these stories, like, day after day. And I was just like, where am I living? Like, what is going on? So, like, where I'm seeing, like, literally dead bodies being, like, taken out of this park. Yeah, that can do a lot for you for things to just seem dark. Yeah, exactly. Like death happening it was, around you. It was starting death. to become a very dark place. Yeah. Um, so it's like I had this first month and a half where I was like, had like a couple close people. We like got to, there were like a couple cool spots where like um, tourists didn't know about that only like people that lived in the park knew about, which uh-huh. was awesome. But, um, so it's like you have those few good moments and then, but it quickly. Yeah. Moments of redemption where you're like, Very small you know what? This Me, is fine. So King, Laura. Yeah. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Yeah. Um, but that's not true. Yeah. Um, I even, oh God. And then it was like, but again with like the dark moments and I think this was like, even before Lara moved in with me was um so again like my first week week and a half there i had like i don't know where i was walking to i think i was maybe just trying to get back to my my tent or Mm -hmm. something oops and there was because they're very close to each other and i think i like walked into one and i walked into one thinking it was mine and i remember actually walking in and like seeing people like like mid orgy no way. Yeah, it was disgusting. Obviously. Like <laughs> I remember walking in and then like seeing that and like seeing like the like like a pile or two of like cocaine. Just like Yeah. And I remember just like imme- like I was in there less than ten seconds and like immediately turned and walked out. Like it was just like disgusting. Ten seconds is a long time. Ten seconds time. is a long time. <laughs> like when I say ten, I probably I was mean, in like, there for five. ten minutes tops and then I was out. Just watching confused. <laughs> Once the cocaine was gone, Did I, join? I left. <laughs> no. And it was I remember walking out and just like actually like finding where I was supposed like where I lived. Yeah. And just like sitting on my bed and just being like, is that like what I just saw? Is that for real? And I was like, yeah, you're just like. That's when you're not expecting, when you're like, when you're just like, I'm about to go in and read a book. And then you walk in, there's just multiple people snorting coke and having sex. You're just like, well, excuse me. Sorry. I'll be on my way. I don't mean to bother you. Enjoy the rest of your orgy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It was such a gross moment. Because like one person. What? Say it. They like made eye contact with me and like went like, like gesture. No way. Yeah. I was like, nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was disgusting. 
I mean, in like they were like, but I mean, well, they were coked out of their mind, right? So they just figured you got the memo. Yeah, they thought I was yeah. just coming to hang, and that's not the case. Like oh by any gosh. means, I immediately turned and walked out. Like I was, I was not. I was riding my bike one time, and I saw over and when we used to live, went on a lake, and oh, yeah. in the they're like bike trails, and I, oh yeah, I rode my bike and saw two people backdooring. Nice. And it, but yeah, it was that like, you're on your bike. You're yeah. just like listening. You're just like to, cruising. You're yeah. just doing your own thing. And then it's like, bam, there it is. And it was, then I was like in the moment with these people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it throws you right. off. And then you Which just continue with life though. You're just like, well, I am got to continue with like doing whatever I was doing, like folding clothes or whatever. Yeah. I'm like trying just to go home from the day. But that free, that would freak me out. Yeah, it was yeah. that was a lot. It was maybe I'm not open minded or whatever. But. Yeah, no, I mean I feel like I'm pretty open minded. But I'm yeah. not that, I'm not that open minded, like coked out open minded. Yeah, orgy open minded. Right. <laughs> like, maybe that makes me maybe a fuddy duddy. But like if I were to see that, it'd be like, nope, this isn't for me. This I'm isn't good. my place. Yeah. I, just, uh, I don't want this in my world. No, <laughs> yeah. I did not. Do not. Um, none of it. And so, yeah. That was really hard. Um, I think what else made it so hard was the fact that I couldn't, like, this is where I was, like, living. And you know how you can kind of, like, compartmentalize, like, you go to work and then you can drive home and, Mm -hmm. like, you're not at work. Yeah. I, like, would go to work but then, like, go home and, like, I'm only, like, 900 feet away from where I'm working and from where all of this is happening. Right. Like, there was just, like, never a time where I could, like, truly leave. Yeah. got to be really hard because all of that was going around me all the time like i remember being there for like 420 yeah and it was just insane yeah like people it just wasn't your environment that you wanted to be in yeah like i thought i was going to and i had a conversation with my friend later the one who had lived there and who had like introduced me to it yeah like the idea and I remember just being, and he he was just like shaking his head and he was like, I'm so sorry that, you know, this had happened to you. Yeah. And I'm like, it's fine. But it came down to the fact that like, I don't know, like my experience was of course not going to be his experience. Right. And so maybe I was too hopeful that it was going to be this really great time, like how his was. Yeah. It could have just been. I was hopeful been... in that sense. Yeah, the time you went, it mm-hmm. were, wasn't with, like, the right people. Yeah. It wasn't with... I had, like, no community. But except just, for like, two people. Except for those two people. I mean, like, I hadn't gone out there with a community. Like, I just went out there. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, And even just, like, seeing things, like, I'm pretty sure... When it, like, thinking about, like, the really dark times, like... I had learned, like, again, like, going back to the fact that, like, I'm very well aware that I'm in a very liberal left area of the country, and, but knowing that, learning that there are things, like, there were, like, within the park itself, there are, like, people who live there who are, like, actual dealers, like, there were, like, three cocaine dealers when I lived there, Uh and, like, a couple heroin dealers, and, like, of course, like, all of the hallucinogenics that like you could ever want and um i'm pretty sure i saw like signs of like trafficking at some point like or not trafficking like prostitution at some point yeah and i was just like this is such 
a dark place, like way darker than I had like yeah. ever really wanted. Because you think it's going to be all these like Patagonia wearing yuppies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like to free an extent. love. Yeah, to But an then extent. there's like heroin. You're like, there's... Like the scary her- yeah. shit. Like I didn't think... Of course I knew that there was going to be like any drug that you could ever want. But yeah. to the point where it's like, it's being trafficked? Yeah. Trafficked? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say But like is what made it really scary. Yeah, it's and like being, it, there's like enough where people could get violent over the exactly, quantities. Exactly. Yeah, I get Yeah, you. and that's yeah. like what made it unsafe. And even like noticing signs of like prostitution and like hearing the stories about like what was going on with yeah. the women made me like really unsettled. And so... Yeah, it's your own safety. You're just like scared. Yeah, I was and like... that's just, not a way to live. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I remember thinking to myself, like, this isn't what I, like, moved out here for. Right. <laughs> like, this isn't why I wanted to come out here. Like, I wanted to come out here and, of course, like, be around different people and, you know, like, experience a completely new way of life. Like, to an extent, like, I wanted to live in an uncomfortable way to, like, maybe grow as a person. Yeah. But there comes a point where it's like, I'm uns- I feel unsafe. Like, that's not okay. Right. But There's I a do difference think... be- between, like, feeling uncomfortable and feeling unsafe. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. I do think you definitely learn something about being unsafe. Yeah. It's like the what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Obviously, leave if you feel endangered. Yes. But I don't know. That is, I don't know, it does work a different part of your brain where you have to be, like, vigilant about your own safety. Exactly. Don't and do it, though. I'm just saying, you. I'm glad you're not dead. Thank you. That's yeah. it. <laughs> me too, me too. I'm yeah. glad I'm not dead, or I'm glad, like, some other terrible things, like, didn't happen. Yeah. So, that's why, and all of this is, like, ultimately, like, leading up to why. And so, it gets to be, like, I know I'm hopping around a lot, and... Let's say it's like month two of being there. Okay. And Lara and I are starting to kind of feel like we're on the same page. Okay, so she's ready to. She's kind of ready to dip out yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And so Lara and I are like trying to like plan and like maybe think of a way to like leave. And we're thinking about maybe like trying to like find jobs and move to like a part of LA, mm-hmm. like maybe Orange County or something like that. Yeah. Um, but basically, after, like, a few weeks period of time, like, nothing's working out. And it becomes, like, very discouraging. Yeah. Um, and this is where it begins to, like, really take a turn. Yeah. I remember calling my boyfriend at the time and just being, like, really upset and just, like, feeling very lost. And I remember him telling me, he's like, you know, I'm really sorry, but, like, I don't think I'm going to end up out there. Yeah. Because his connections at the time... They ended up like going through their own situation and everything was falling through for them. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking to myself like, well, this is just great. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was probably like the most alone I had felt Mm -hmm. in maybe my lifetime. Um, Even with having buddies? Yeah, in a way, just because it's like, I can't explain it. It's... Because we both, I mean, Laura and I were going through that together, okay. but still like thinking like, well, are we just going to end up stuck here? Like, what do I do? Do I leave on my own? Am I just going to like. There was like, no escape. Yeah. It was starting to feel like there was no escape. And so mm-hmm. I remember talking to my boyfriend at the time and I was just like, and I remember, I think at one point I like hung up on him 
just because I was really mad and like just things he was saying were like so discouraging. Yeah, and you're in a place where everything's overwhelming, so anything will be like, dude. Yeah. Not now. Yeah, it's like so yeah. things are like bad here, and hearing like how things are still like bad back where the place I had just moved from. Right. I was like, things are just bad everywhere right now. I don't know what to do at all. Mm. And I remember, yeah. So it was very hard at that time. Um, and then I just, I, I remember I was thinking to myself, it's like starting to like creep into my mind. I was like, what if I move back? What if I go back to Winona? And then I remember thinking like, I'm not going back. Like no matter what, like (laughs) we like picked up everything and we're like going to try and stick it out a little longer. Told myself that I was like, just stick it out a little longer. Like you at least still have like a few things going for you. And I don't know, like hearing Lara, like she, she's like, she made decisions. She's like, I think I might stay here for a while. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, I don't know what to do, Lara, because I feel so confused. I, I started to go through this period where I was just like questioning everything. And I don't like, I remember having like three books while I was out there with me. I brought like the screw tape letters and like these two others. I remember like reading through the screw tape letters like all the time mm-hmm. and like numerous times. And I remember reading it and just feeling like that main character so much. I haven't read it. Oh, you haven't read it. Uh-uh. Oh, it's fantastic. But he basically just like, it goes from like really high, like highs and lows in terms of like his faith. Okay. And it, it was like, probably I will say like the most refreshing time in terms of like how I was feeling in terms of like my faith. Like it was like the closest I had felt like in years, like I remember like, like looking back now on some of the things I like journaled when I was out there was like very like dark and deep and refreshing to see that it's like, no, like coming back was a good choice. <laughs> like, What do you was, mean though? Was you saying your faith in God was at? Yeah, it was like the closest, like during those darkest times was like the closest I think I'd like felt to the Lord in like years. Oh really? Yeah, just because I, I had like taken myself out of like, an environment where it's like around you all the time like the Interesting. the community of like winona lake so was it like a comforting thing no like being in such an environment where you're like this is dark this seems evil to a degree mm-hmm. i feel like i'm i don't know it's it's the part of the world that the bible warns you against yeah was that some sort of like comforting thing knowing that like having your faith to believe Mm -hmm. you were going to be safe yeah i think it did i think it was just a matter of figuring out like how what safety looked like whether it meant Mm. like trying to uh, make it work still there like in yosemite or if like should i remove myself from it yeah so I battled with that for a really long time because I didn't want to come back. Yep. Didn't want to come nope. back. No. <laughs> no. Didn't want to crawl back. Did not want to crawl. knew you'd be back. Uh, they always not, come back. They always come so, back. I was like, Winona Lake, Indiana. Winona Lake. It's, it's the most beautiful, awful place you'll ever be. It's a good way to put it. It is the most beautiful, awful place. Um, anyone who's ever lived there gets it. But yeah, and got to a point where I, I remember having like one final conversation like with my boyfriend at the time and he's like just talking to me he's like I'm sorry like I feel like you're so stuck out there and I remember just like hanging up and being like 
I'm done. Like, not just to go back to him, but just like, none of this is working out. Yeah. Like, nothing is, no, no good is coming from this. And it's, it was getting to the point where I was like so anxious from the moment I woke up. Like, yeah. So anxious, like just trying to like catch my breath, it felt like. Like, I remember waking yep. up and just like laying there in bed, like trying to like, move and mm-hmm. it, it, it taking like every ounce of energy that I had and when it got to that point is like when I knew I had to leave yeah when things become overwhelming to that degree it's okay to say you know what let's reset when things become worth it we were talking about this earlier you kind of toy with things in your head for a really long time like should I do this should I not do this and then there's a point in time where it's like abundantly evident that you have no choice right yeah, I and I think what else? Yeah, it was. <sighs> but yeah, like when I got to that point where I was like getting becoming extremely anxious and I'd say even like very depressed mm-hmm. because um, yeah, it felt like everything in my world was like falling apart, and then some in terms of like especially like feeling unsafe. Like there were a couple other instances where just like comments that would be made as I was like walking by or like things that So King would tell me that like other people would say about me. Like yeah. it was just like unsettling. Yeah. It's tough being a girl. It is tough being a girl. Like all girls. It's tough. It's tough guys. Stay strong. But yeah. it's, um, you're Beyonce or whatever. I was trying so hard yeah. to be queen B, but I remember there being like this, even like this guy that, uh, dressed in drag that like one time, like, he he was known for even like turning guys. Oh yeah. So interesting. Yeah, but one time he saw me and I guess he had like heard and I don't mean to like put myself like on this weird pedestal, but he had like heard some of the things that like guys had like thought or said about me and he like looked at me from like across like whatever room we were in and he like took his thumb and like he like dragged it across his throat and, like pointed it at me. I was just like, dude. Oh, I am on a plane back to like wherever I came from. Like, well, I'm done. This has been an experience. When the drag queen threatens me, I think I think it's. Had you met her before? Met him before? Um, No. Oh man, then that's if there's like no context to your relationship, and it's just like, hey, this gesture Mm -hmm. at you. Yeah, it was scary. It was really scary. So you went, so you went home. Yeah. So did you feel good about it? uh, No, No. (laughs) of course not. Um, I felt like, okay. So leading up to going home, I like remember talking to Lara about it because I know I didn't want to leave her because we had like been trying to leave together. I didn't want to leave her. But she said she wanted to stay. She did. Yeah. Yeah. This is like leading. This conversation led to her saying she wanted to stay. Okay. So Leading into that, I was like, Lara and I like, and she knew I was like experiencing like very bad anxiety and, you know, depression. She was kind of doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she wasn't planning to stay forever. She was like, I think I'll stay like maybe another month and then I'll go home just to save a bit more money. Mm. I was like, that's fine. I was like, but I think I need to go. Like, this is not, yeah, this is not turning out to be a good thing. And I, I do feel bad that like. The moment, though, I did decide I was coming back. I remember calling my boyfriend and telling him, I was like, I'm coming back. Like, I can't, I can't do this. And he's yeah. like, 
that's fine. Like, I, I think he's like, I'm ready for you to come back. Like, let's yeah. come back. And I remember I like went and I do feel bad. Like I told my manager something that wasn't true. Like, I think I made up an excuse of like something happened to a family member of mine. Uh, yeah, no. I, I yep. was like, something happened to a family member. I'm leaving Friday. I'm sorry. So I gave him like a week's notice. I was like, I need to make it one more week. Just People be- appreciate lies. <sighs> Nobody respects they the truth. Lies? They do. They do. <laughs> really? Pe- oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yep. There okay. are people, if if you would have told them like, yo, I hate it here. I'd feel unsafe and I want to leave. They would have been like, well, you're a, you know, have some integrity. Yeah. And they would have been like, well, yeah. And they would have been like, you disrespected me, like thinking you could just leave. Mm -hmm. But when you come up with a lie, like, yo, grandma, she did. So I got to go. Then they're like, that's totally fine. Right. It's okay. They don't feel disrespected. But when you just up and bail on someone. Yeah. They're like, they take it personally. Sure. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they, they respected your life. Go on. I hope so. Yeah. Like, I remember, I think what like made me, the reason why I felt bad about it is I was talking to my manager who was always very sweet to me. Like he was a good guy mm-hmm. and he was just like, man, I'm going to miss you. And I remember I like started to cry at that moment because I was like, you know, all of this wasn't that all of it wasn't bad. There yeah. were some really great moments from like the hikes that like people don't know about. Right to like just driving through the valley to experiencing like the waterfalls and swimming in the, like some really great moments, but the great moments weren't outweighing the really dark and scary moments. Yeah. And that's when I was like, it's time to go. Um, so yeah, it's I, easy to get sentimental about stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I remember I made arrangements um, to come back. And so I remember coming back and I remember originally my boyfriend at the time was going to pick me up at the South Bend airport, but something happened. I can't remember what it was, but it was a legitimate reason as to why he couldn't pick me up. I remember seeing mom like pick me up at the terminal mm-hmm. and she just like immediately started weeping. Like, yeah. And I remember just being like, like looking down and just like, I couldn't look at her. Yeah. I couldn't look at mom. Why was she crying? She was, cause she was worried about me. Cause you told her? No. I no. didn't tell her all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she never listens. So she's just excited to see her baby girl. Baby girl. Her only girl. Her only child. So, yeah, she missed me. She missed me. Mom missed me. Go figure. Go figure. Because she loves you. She does love me. And I love her, but... How was the return? Uh, it was awful. Yeah? Um, I remember going back and forth from Goshen to Winona. Yeah. A lot. For, like, two weeks. And then I remember, like, talking to my friend Sonia... And I was like, Sonia, like, I really want to... Because essentially, I did not want to move back to Goshen. Like, there's no one. There's nothing for me there. Yeah. Um, which is the town I grew up in. And I wanted to move back to Winona because I at least had friends there and I had, like, connections there. And I remember staying with Sonia and for a while there, like, not having a job, like, trying to find a job and um, ended up getting plugged into, like, one of the local mental health centers and it being fine. Um, had an arrangement with Sonia to where I was only going to stay with her for like a few months. And then I went and lived with like Nick and Athena Deck, who are like amazing people. And like friends of yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, like church community friends. Yeah, like a thing. church community. Yeah. And honestly, like coming back into that world was like, I felt very safe. Like I felt yeah okay to go through my motions of um, grief felt like I was grieving a little bit. What? 
just the past four months. Yeah. Grieving the idea of trying to make this big change and having it just crumble. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I know <laughs> what you're saying, but I think there's, I think you, your reasons for leaving were as pure as they possibly could be. Right. Safety. Yeah, but I was still upset. Like I had in my mind this idea of like what I wanted it to be like and yeah. like ultimately like what I wanted my life to be like. Like I still love it out there. I would love to yeah. maybe end up out there someday, but you know, it just it still sucks that it didn't work out. But yeah. coming back and like still being around like my friends. I remember I came back and I told like three people. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> It was so funny, just like showing up to places and. Oh, I couldn't even do it. Ugh, I was like, "Hey, it. are you still are you back to visit?" And you're just like, "Sure, sure." Yeah, let's let's go with that. Yeah, I'm back to visit. Yeah, let's just put it like that. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and like seeing my boyfriend and at the time and all of that was fine. And yeah, just like literally trying to regroup your life. Yeah. After something like that is like pretty crazy. It's pretty cool, though. I Is think. It? Yeah. I do. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Because it's whatever you were. I think what you were trying to combat was the complacency, which yeah. I think you did. Oh. And you can come back and you. I think it's because it's mostly just like the fear of you're missing out on something. Sure. So when you go and you experience something like that, you can come back, live with some friends, and be comfortable and be like, well, okay, I can. I have a new appreciation for this familiarity and kind of monotony. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, and you can kind of enjoy it for a bit because you're not feeling threatened by some. It definitely dude. Yeah. felt, <laughs> you know, felt super refreshing. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. So, like, I mean, you know, the area like you can take a walk at night and it's fine. Yep. I mean, I remember walking back from like my shift after work and like wondering if something weird was going to happen. Yeah. The 900 feet I had to walk back. It's a lot of feet. It's a lot of feet. Yeah. A lot of, a lot stuff. of dark corners. <laughs> a lot of dark corners. All the dark corners. So, yeah, it was quite the experience. But I don't regret it um, by any means because, you know, one day, especially, like, I don't plan on having kids, like, anytime soon. Mm. Anytime soon. Like, 10, 12, 13, 14 years. But yeah. <laughs> it's like if I ever have a daughter... I definitely want to, and if she's like talking to me about something she wants to do, I want to, I'm glad I have this story that I can tell her and just be like, you know what? I did this. You can go and do anything you want. Like, yeah, you can, um, like change is really scary, but it's the regret that's going to haunt you. So pick, Mm -hmm. which one do you want to do? And that's like, just, I, I, I would tell that to anyone. Like change is scary, but regrets is haunting. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have your daughter listen to this podcast. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe yeah. if, I, if I even have a daughter, if I even have kids, but well, I think it's good for anyone. To, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter who they're mm-hmm. your kid Any- or not, but they're just like, oh, whoa, you know. Sometimes things, it's okay to do something and it not be. You can either adapt and go somewhere else, or you can be like, you know what the the path. The only path to do is to go home and regroup and then take Mm -hmm. it from there. Yeah. And that's like what I did. Mm -hmm. Uh, I came back. 
um, stayed with my friend Sonia for three months, stayed with Nick Deck and Nick and Athena for about a month. Then I found my, got a little house on Chestnut Street, <laughs> which I feel like any local has like lived on at one point or another in some way. And um, stayed, yeah, stayed there for about a year. And it was about last fall where I started to get like, it's time to go, like gotta go do something. Yeah. Um, gotta move again. And yeah, I was like, it was like down to Indianapolis or like Columbus, Ohio. And um, picked Indy. And yeah. I've been really happy with that. Well, yeah, that's what it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I have, I've had a similar experience and I think yeah. you just learn and oh, you get yeah. better. You just get better at dealing with being in those weird mental states and stuff because you've been there before and I've, I don't know, it's been helpful to me because I've, I've been depressed and stuff and for, you know, I mean, even just similar reasons. Yeah. Hopelessness. But now I'm at a point in my life where if I do experience those same circumstances that put me into that mental state now i'm like oh no everything's fine everything's you can get out of here you've gotten out of here before yeah you've been in far worse tougher situations and you always know nothing is as bad as it seems exactly yeah yeah i'd agree with that well cool what do you uh what do you want to plug what i want to plug yeah uh i do not have much to plug right now but you're not doing comedy anymore I'm not doing comedy, but I mean, I know there's a lot of good stuff around indie. Yeah, so, so I hear. Yeah, so if you're ever in indie, I know like Crackers is a great place. I've been to Crackers. You're just naming comedy clubs. Or Morty's. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> places just, like, like Places? Have you been? Yeah, okay, I've been to right. them. Yeah, I've experienced, I saw like Joe List at Morty's last Cinco de Mayo. So, oh, okay. All right. Uh, you're a fan. Yeah, I am a fan. Right, yeah. I love comedy. I love stand-up comics, so... I know what I'm talking about to an extent, small yeah. extent. So, well, you pretty much did what everyone does. Really? Plugs those two clubs. Oh, cool. Or like some the equivalent of like wherever the hell they're from. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Glad I could be like one of the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you fit right in, Cassie. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. No so, problem. Uh, say goodbye. See ya. Later. Bye.